You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. Nobody knows when or if life will return to normal after the coronavirus pandemic. But as the weeks of stay-at-home orders and school closures continue nationwide, parents are questioning whether isolation measures and physical distancing are doing lasting damage to the kids' emotional development. In this podcast, we'll be looking at children's mental health during lockdown. We'll be looking at the positives and negatives of remote learning, and during this time, what we can do to help them. The coronavirus pandemic and its measures to contain its spread are disrupting nearly every aspect of children's lives. It's affecting their health, their development, their learning, behavior, their family's economic security, a lot of cases, their protection from violence and abuse. A large majority of the world's children are living under some form of pandemic-related limits on movement. Here in South Africa, we've got lockdown. And about 1.5 billion children across the globe are not at school. This is especially tragic for the poorest children in developing countries, such as South Africa, who rely on school feeding programs for their only consistent daily meal. Although these initiatives are necessary to prevent the, the spread of coronavirus, there is a general consensus that they may be causing more widespread mental health effects, such as anxiety, depression, and loneliness amongst younger children and adults alike. What children are faced with currently is really the world is entering a long-lasting recession. Jobs are being lost, families are losing precious sources of income, and children's sense of security and safety and normalcy will be challenged like never before. Many children and young people are also contending with family separations. They're having to care for the sick relatives and even the death of loved ones. Younger children are at great risk as high levels of stress and isolation can affect brain development. What I'm experiencing as a psychologist in practice is that children are verbalizing their worries about being isolated from friends and family and even catching and dying from the virus. Parents are verbalizing that they're confused about how to address their children's fears or how to explain extreme containment measures like social distancing. Many people are starting to ask important questions such as, will this generation grow up to be fearful of touching or standing too close to one another? Will they know how to make friends or interact in groups? And how will it affect their academics and job prospects? These concerns are all valid, but not all doom and gloom. Children are largely resilient and do have a bounce back factor, sometimes more so than what adults do. Yes, there are short-term and potentially long-term consequences of what they're currently being exposed to. But if we educate ourselves and become aware of what normal functioning is from a developmental perspective or what we can expect at certain ages emotionally and behaviorally, it can assist in helping us intervene and support kids in the appropriate manner. Let's take a look at what developmental psychology says about the well-being of younger and middle-aged children. All children thrive when their basic needs are met. That means when they feel safe and protected, um, when their family and community connections are stable and nurturing, and when their basic needs are met. Daily structure is important to everyone, but, but particularly to children in their psychological and emotional development. The consistency of schedules, the predictable rules and consequences, and set expectations teach children how to behave and develop self-discipline and impulse control. But importantly, it gives them that sense of safety and control. The main function really during this time in a child's life is exploration of the environment. 
They do this in order to start categorizing information in their brains as a way to make sense of the world and things that happen around them. So children are watching. Children learn from adults. And since they'll often be at home together now, they will observe not only what adults say in the home, but how they also implement structure and ensure consistency and deal with their own emotions. It's important to consider the developmental age of a child when communicating with them about how they feel or sharing information with them. Younger children rely on guidance from adults around them to show them how to be in the world and their brains are like little sponges and absorb large amounts of information. School plays an important role here in the socialization and socialization is key in helping these developmental processes. Yes, same age peer interactions is crucial, but nursery schools and primary schools have been closed since this 18th of March with no clear plan of when they'll be returning. The stresses that children are facing are challenging to say the least. There is a sense of isolation, a sense of loss, a sense of uncertainty. They aren't seeing their friends or their teachers every day. They aren't having face-to-face -face learning or playtime. They aren't being able to take part in sports and organize extramurals. And they're having to adjust to a completely new way of learning. Parents are likely experiencing significant stress during this time as well. Consideration for what parents are managing in terms of their own anxiety and stress, while at the same time also having to model for their children, is greatly acknowledged. It's really not easy. Yes, there's challenges of having to be homeschooled and to be faced with a lockdown. And those need to be acknowledged and supported as best we can. But there are also benefits of, of lockdown and children being at home at this time. Some of these benefits would be, you know, children see view spending time with at home with their parents as a benefit. It's, children have opportunities to have access to their parents in different ways during this time, which gives them a sense of connection. Having to experience boredom, which leads to creativity and imagination. Children are having to come up with ways to fill their days. This isn't a bad thing. And being on lockdown allows children to experience this unique and essential developmental process. At times, when kids' days are so full and there's very limited time to be bored, we actually do take away from creativity and imagination. There's also an opportunity for independence gaining. Children are having to manage their own days and schooling if their parents are working, which also allows children to use this time to be assigned age-appropriate responsibilities. This develops their sense of self-worth and confidence. Children's sense of awareness is also being broadened by what they are being exposed to. It's an opportunity for them to learn about the world, about physical health, about illnesses, about personal hygiene and safety, finances and emotions, which are all important for developmental growth. So how do you as an adult or a parent support your children during this time? Remember, recreating the school environment is really tricky, but there are things you can do to make the experience relatively rewarding and stress-free. Here are some. Set a routine. If possible, have children dressed and have breakfast at certain times in the weekdays. This will help them adjust when school actually reopens. Identify a set time of day when you can help your children with projects and other times when they can do it by themselves. Often parents are now having to rely on flexible routines and daily structure so that they can accommodate both working and helping kids with projects. To avoid children losing too many academic skills that they don't practice, including things like reading, writing and maths, make sure that these are the most important daily sessions and sit down and practice with them. Give them daily responsibilities and offer support for those that they can't manage to do alone. And empathize with their situation. Normalize that the way that they feel is okay. 
Yes, frustration, sadness, loneliness, boredom, and anxiety are all part of the process. And lastly, for you as a parent to give yourself a break and not to be too harsh on yourself. Remember that children are resilient and do bounce back, and they will bounce back from the current situation. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.